0: There we go. There we go. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to Reconnect My Heart Podcast, the show that we talk about life's problems that may break or tear our hearts apart. On Reconnect My Heart, we discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way He originally made us. I'm your host, Brother pray I'm so glad y'all able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, or if you just want to listen to the show, Feel free to call me at 516 453 9118 That's 516 453 9118 Or you can listen online at www.vlogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart. Also, for those of you who may want to see the video version of Reconnect My Heart, go to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. Reconnect my heart also, if you on social media, you can go on my Facebook pray excuse me Facebook page on the Brother Prater first of all, those that know me I don't mind throwing myself out on the bus and uh, some people may think i tell too much of my business, but the way I am I'm, I believe in repenting, apologizing, and I do want to apologize to those who may be listening. I did not take care of myself. I did not take care of myself the past couple of days Normally, those that know me My routine is Cleaning out my sinus daily uh, Using warm salt and water To gargle After I get done with that uh, Gargling, each time I spit it out Blow my nose, clean my nose and Then when I get done I use the natty pot Something called a natty pot It's like giving your sinus A bath or a shower to clean out to flush out I normally would do that every day but I haven't done the past couple of days and now I'm kind of congested but I'll be fine uh, so just in case y'all may see me like I'm not chewing gum I'm, I have some holes in my mouth and also before I got on the air I went on and saw a gargling with salt and water so I did that a couple minutes ago so uh, <laughs> just wanted to let y'all know that so Look, I'm not too big to apologize or repent. And so I always talk about personal accountability as well as, you know, just being upfront and honest. You know, so uh, I believe in uh, apologizing and repenting is a good thing to keep your spirit clean. Keep it clean, keep it clear. So that way you can be able to not hold on to anything but also be able to. Most importantly, hear from God. So, you know, hopefully there may be a little nugget that each one of us implement in our lives. And that goes from the preacher to the pulpit to the altar. You know, from the preacher to the pew, from the pulpit to the pew. It goes to all of us. No one is exempt. No one is above saying I'm sorry or apologizing. I don't care who you are. So if anybody say they never have to apologize or repent, then that person you need to stay away from. I don't care who it is. So uh, with that, I appreciate you all being here. I didn't make it um, last Sunday, but I wanted to be here. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to kind of cram today's with last Sunday's that I would have done. Uh, This is the month of June. Happy June. (laughs) This is Juneteenth month. But also, um, this is one of my favorite months. This is Black Music Month. I've always loved the month of June. That being my nickname as well as my middle name. So, um, I thank God for that. But... Along with Black Music Month, Juneteenth. But it just so happened Juneteenth falls on a Sunday. Which so happens to be the third Sunday in the month of June. Let me double check. The third Sunday? Yep. The third Sunday in the month of June. What is the third Sunday in the month of June? The third Sunday in the month of June is a holiday we know as father's Day Father's Day hmm now to be honest with you that's one of the that's one of those holidays that we don't really acknowledge like Mother's Day. let's be honest I was telling somebody something uh I was telling somebody this, and they kind of laughed but I said. On Mother's Day, the churches are packed. The churches are full, but on Father's Day, the jails are full. It's sad, but it's almost true. While we're talking, I wanna I wanna uh I wanna get something. I totally, totally, totally forgot about something. I'ma get this, I'm gonna keep on talking while I'm on the air. <clears throat> Gonna talk while I'm on the air, but I want to get something right quick that might be of good use. Yep, okay, <clears throat> I want to pick up something that's gonna be used for later, but um, I really, really, really appreciate another opportunity to be here. This is coming up to Father's Day, <clears throat> Father's Day being next Sunday. And so, what I wanted to do, since it's three Sundays, Father's Day being the third Sunday, <clears throat> but leading up to Father's Day, I wanted to talk to the men. Now, I may have some lady listeners, and I appreciate you all. Uh, give a special shout out to Miss Crystal Floyd. Miss Crystal Floyd. First of all, I really thank God for you She has been a great help To my family Uh, She's a She's a great um, Leader, motivator She's over uh, Domestic violence group called There's no love in the lick Domestic violence is real Great, great, great young lady Great family, great husband Uh, If Derek is around Tell Dr. Derek I said hello And his parents, (laughs) great, beautiful family. But along with you know the late, the ladies that may be listening, I want to give this message to the men. And this is something that I feel that we as men have to have a conversation. Um, you know, this is leading up to Father's Day, and there may be men, there may be fathers, there may be men that. About to be fathers, we want to talk to them on next Sunday exclusively. But for today, I want to talk to the men, regardless if you're a father, finna be a father, you're not a father, you were a father, whatever, you were a stepfather, whatever your role is or was. If you are a male, if you have an X and Y chromosome, I want to talk to you. This is the time for us to have a conversation. And to be honest with you, we as men, we need each other. We as men, a lot of time we suffer in silence. We deal with so much and a lot of time we have no outlet. I was actually in a conversation. I had a great conversation with my son and... Now he's of age where he can kind of understand, and there's been times that he have been around me, where I may have had a conversation with some guys. They may have uh, they may have seen me out with my son. They end up talking to me, <clears throat> and now <clears throat> now my son is of age where he sees a lot of things uh, growing up to become a young man he's 16 he'll be 17 in november and so now it's my responsibility to make sure excuse me it's my responsibility to make sure not only that i'm telling him teaching him but most importantly i'm showing him now like i said this is no against this is uh nothing against The young ladies who may be single mothers, God bless you. But I want to talk to the men because, in order for this world to change, in order for our community, our societies to change, it starts with the men. We're not we're not neglecting the role or the responsibilities towards the mothers or the ladies, but we gotta have a conversation with the men if men get in their rightful position with God but most importantly with their families then we can see change in our world and we have to have that conversation because and we just can't have it just on social media we have to have it in our uh, city halls we have to have it in our churches we have to have it in our schools we have to have it even if it is in the house we have to have that conversation so if this conversation on reconnect my heart will spark the conversation within our churches, our schools, our communities, even in our jails. Matter of fact, I found out that the jails uh especially that I know of in Dallas County cuz I work there. I found out that, you know, they got iPads and all that in the jails and there are some that are able to listen to my podcast I found out about that so for those who may be incarcerated regardless of where you at you're not exempt from this conversation I want you to know that you are included in this conversation because you are a man with a purpose regardless of where you at just because you're incarcerated does not mean that your life is over So I want to speak to the men regardless of what your situation or condition is as long as you have a pulse you have an opportunity as long as you have a pulse you have a purpose and so I want to have this conversation with you because a lot of time, matter of fact I was speaking to my brother last night and there may be men who may not have been privileged like we were to have a mother and father in our home even though my mother and father got a divorce when we were later on as kids but the groundwork when I was growing up my daddy was accessible my daddy was there my daddy not just was there but still there and still here you know and I was matter of fact, today I was talking to my son about some of the conversations I had with my dad and one of the realest conversations I had I had to have be been in my 20s I had to have be been in my 20s um, 2000 2000 maybe 28 somewhere at 28 2010, 28 and the, the, the real conversation I had with my, with my father I had to talk to him about an experience I was dealing with And that experience was hurt. Long story short. My daddy was on the phone with me. And um, at the time. I'll never forget. It was on a Saturday. And we were talking. And he just spoke. Now my father's a pastor. My father's a pastor. My father's a father. And he didn't talk to me like. Well you know. Thus they have lived to this day. No he talked to me. He said. Let me tell you something. And as he began to talk to me, he didn't talk to me as his son. He talked to me as a young man that was hurt. And he began to just talk. Those that know my dad, my dad, man, my, my dad can he can he can heal you with words. He knows the right words to say to medicate your heart, your mind, your spirit my dad was the father that we would always, especially me and my sister, we would just want to be around him just to hear him laugh. And even though it's not Father's Day, but I'm speaking as a young man that had to get counsel that so happened to come from my daddy. And so we may have been privileged in the family to have that accessibility from a man that's so happy to be our father, but not all men have had that same thing. Not all men have had somebody to go to to talk about their hurt. What I found out some men, we don't talk about our hurt. See, we'll acknowledge our mistakes, but we won't acknowledge our hurt. Why is that? Because we don't want to be vulnerable. Because we don't want society or our female counterpart to think that we're less than who we say we are or who we try to proclaim that we are. A lot of times, we as men, we'll put on a facade, we put on that mask, and we'll try to be tough to the world, even to our family. But we're suffering in silence. We will end up stressing ourselves out and dying at an early age and deprive our family of us as a father, as a brother, as an uncle, as a grandfather. We're dying before our time. And it's not no, well, you know, maybe it was God's will. It wasn't God's will. It was God's will for us to be able to get that stuff that's in our heart out. Don't you know a lot of time we die before the I'll put it like this, we die before the expiration date that God has given us. Sometimes we speed up the process of our own demise. And it's not just a physical death. It could be an emotional death. But most importantly, a spiritual death. And so with that, we have to acknowledge men, we need help. And this is not to This is not to say Well you know women aren't important No 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 Those that know me I believe in speaking To both male and female On particular Post or Podcast But for today and next week This is for the men This is for the men In other words It's not for you as the lady But it's for your husband is for your son. I want to speak to your son. I want to speak to your father. I want to speak to your grandfather. I want to speak to your brother. I want to speak to your grandchild because we need help. And this, like I said, women have, women have been the backbones to our communities, to our home, and especially to our churches. A lot of times when the men has abandoned the home and the church, the women has by default, Has not just sustained, but maintained, and also really just did a surplus to everything that man has abandoned. But women, look, women, we as men owe you an apology because we have abandoned you and we need to protect you. We as men are supposed to protect you. We're not supposed to leave our women vulnerable or exposed. That's the word I'm trying to say. We're not supposed to have our women exposed. The women are exposed because we as men have abandoned our biblical and legal responsibilities. And so with that, sometimes men don't know. I'm not gonna say all of them. Like I said, I don't know your specific situation, but I'm gonna speak in general. But what I will say, we need to pray for them. Pray for them. Now, as men, what we really have to do. I'm reading. I'm reading some of the comments. We as men, we have to cover. We have to cover, but also on the same token, in covering, there are some things that we have to be told or taught. One of the things I always have said, especially in the jails, a lot of time, society or even some young ladies, they expect the boys or the males to be a man, but how in the world can you be a man when you've never been taught how to be a man? And I'm going to tell you like this. The worst, the worst definition of a man, and this is no offense, but the definition of a man, we can't get it from a female. Because a female, a female can tell a young lady how to be a lady. But a lady can't tell a boy how to be a man. Now, you may tell them what type of man you want for your specific life. But overall, no. We have to go, and also even the men the men may be able to tell them because they've come from that. But ultimately, us as men, we have to seek God in order for us to be able to be able to uh, relate the message of how we need to teach our young boys to become men. Because to be honest with you, if we teach, if we don't teach our boys to become men, then we have more jails, we have more crime and we have more chaos in the house we have chaos everywhere because there is no protection one of the things I've always told the guys in the jail number one I look forward to you going home but I tell them every time a a man is in the jail he leaves his family he leaves his family exposed get this If men are the priests of the home, if men are the priests of the home, if men are the pastors of the home, and the men are in the jail, that means the men, the pastors, is abandoning his conjugation. So who's going to provide? Not just physical, but spiritual, emotional, the family needs the men to be his rightful place. like I said, it is not just the finances because to be honest with you, the finances come from a female. but we need dad at home. We need brother at home. we need we need the uncle at home. There are some people family members they've had fam- male family members in the jail. Longer Than they've been alive All their life They knew about a certain relative That's been locked up All of their life And the only time they've seen Uncle is when they have to go To visit them and their uncle Is on the shackles Now look here It may not be your family But there are some family member There's somebody You know that has that particular family member so what well, we have to we have to realize, we as men, we have to sit out and just be taught. And there are some men, you know what? There are some men that are doing their rightful position. There are some men that are great examples. But the thing is, we still lacking because there's not enough good men. There's not enough good moral men. I want to say that. Good moral men, ethical men. Men. That's not enough. We still. Look here. It's just like like a job hiring a staff. And even though you're hiring new people. You're still leaving a sign up that says help on it. Because you're still short staffed. There's a short staff of good quality men. Within our communities. Within our churches. Within our families within our communities. And so that's why a lot of time when you look at it there may be different factors that may have played the role in the demise of men. The first thing I want to talk about society. Society has played the role or the narrative of what a man is supposed to be. Re- uh, this is 2022. But all throughout time, we may have seen on TV, might have seen on the movies, where men end up having multiple women and he's looked upon as, oh, that's, that's, a, that's a real man right there. He's sleeping around with all these men. That's a real man. Oh man, that's, that's a man. You know what? I want to be like him we've been betrayed as pimps we have been betrayed as abusive lovers we have been betrayed as multiple partners having multiple partners we have been betrayed as you know uh, uh, uncommittable we have been betrayed as uh, having a disconnect not all not all But I'm just telling you how in society or on on media, in the media, regardless if it's on the TV or movies or even social media, you know, it's almost like it's acceptable to be a player player. It's acceptable to have a main chick and a side piece. Men have not all some men has been patted on the back by reckoning some female's life. By lying and conniving. You know, when you look at when you look at um a a magazine, you may look at um a car magazine. What would they betray? They'll betray a naked female on a magazine for men. It may have a nice car Shiny car But a half naked female They they feel that The way to a man's uh, Attention Or appetite Is to feed his Sexual appetite Or visual appetite through sex Through sex Or a sexual context that's that, that's that's the narrative that they're trying to feed or they trying to direct men to be or to become. You know, but when you deal with a guy that's not yielding to that mess, the first thing they're gonna say, oh he's gay, oh he some wrong with him. when a man is focused, Think about this the most common word I've heard, uh this came to a couple of days ago. The most common word I've heard when a male is focused, that word is Oh, I wanna make sure. I wanna make sure I'm able to, to hear. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Because I heard something pop. Hello, hello. Okay, hold on a minute. Unmuted. Okay, 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 okay. I want to make sure I. I want to make sure that uh, I hear it myself. Okay. The devil is alive. You know, uh, all this time my my audio been working. All of a sudden, I heard something kind of pop, and the Lord told me just check and kind of find out. It went off, but I got it working now. I got it working. I'm using my I'm using my phone. I'm using my phone to make sure I hear this. But um, put this mic down. But I forgot what I was gonna say. But what what happens if a guy? Oh, okay. Think about what I remember now. If a guy does not uh feed off of or or focus on. Those things that they're trying to entice him with. They're going to call him gay, weird, and all that stuff. The word that uh, earlier this week, I heard when it relates to a guy that's focused, uh, a a student, someone that's studious, the word was nerd, a geek. And, And guess what? If you go to Best Buy, You go to the computer section. Someone that works on your computers or appliances. What do they call that? The geek squad. They call it the geek squad. Because that person is knowledgeable of those appliances. But they're considered a geek. Even though, hey, look here. They call, you know, Best Buy called them that. I love going to Best Buy. But my thing is, you know... For them to be able to even accept that Geek Squad. Well, you know, hey. Whatever. I don't work there. (laughs) You know. But, you know, it's so important to be mindful of what you acknowledge. How you acknowledge yourself. What title you accept for yourself. So, that was real interesting to me. Being able to hear that, you know, the Geek Squad. But... As men, society is trying to change the course of what a biblical man is. Point blank. Point blank. Society, I also I, I mentioned media. Um. Also, law. If you are a man you have to be mindful that the target is on you when it pertains to the law. That's why you look here. You have to be mindful and responsible for what you do in your actions, and also that also means you have to be responsible of who you ha- or who you ha- or hang out with, who you deal with, but also who you love. See. First, talking about in the law, there's an old saying that says ignorance of the law is no excuse. So, if if it's something that we're involved in, so for example, if I want to drive, they are assuming that I have taken the time to study everything pertaining to the responsibility of not just driving but having that license. And also, even like um, for myself, I have my CDL license. I have a Class B with a passenger endorsement, which is a little bit above Class C or regular driver's license. And so because I have an upgrade from a Class C to a Class B, that means there is more responsibility on board me versus someone that has a regular Class B license. So in other words... The punishment would not be the same with me as with a Class C driver. Mine will be harsher because when there's more responsibility, there's sometimes a severe or more severe punishment. When when there's a when when there's a higher chain, there's more responsibility, more accountability. So with that, with the law it is our responsibility to even be careful and conscious of who we deal with. Because not everybody may have our best interests at heart. And one of the things I found out, uh, there was an old saying, you know, we've heard this throughout the years, especially in church and, and and even in our neighborhood. But somebody could do something and get away with it. But you try to do the exact same thing, you would be the main one to get caught. Why is that? Because to be honest with you, when you get caught, that means you know better. Sometimes God will allow you to get caught, not because he's trying to punish you, because he hates you, but he's trying to protect you. In other words, when you know better, you're supposed to do better. But sometimes we don't do better, and we end up trying to copy and mimic other people. We're not supposed to copy other people. We're supposed to copy him. We're supposed to do what he's, he wants us to do. Not what they want us to do. So if anybody else want to do something, hey, that's on them. But we shouldn't be copycats and mimic people that's going down the wrong path or doing wrong. We're not supposed to be doing that. So with that, with that, we already know sometimes, you look here, matter of fact, I've had this several times. I've been told I look like people. Matter of fact, um, years ago when I was a kid, I was working at the grocery store, and there was this lady that would come in, and I I see her through this day. There was a lady that would always come into the grocery store, and she asked me, "Hey, um, do you stay off of a particular street?" And I say, "No, no, but I have been over there because I have relatives that be over there that live over there." She said, "I knew that was you. Yeah, you were the one that broke into my house." I said, "Huh? No, the woman." She said, "No, no, no, no. That's okay." I'm just happy that you got a job and you you start working. And you stop doing the wrong thing. I said, "Ma'am, that wasn't me. I, I know it was you, but that's okay." No, ma'am, that was not me. Everybody got somebody that they look like. Everybody got somebody that they look like, and sometimes mistaken identity. Sometimes we could be at the right place at the wrong time. Sometimes you could be the wrong person at the right time. You know, but the key thing of it is, we have a civil duty responsibility and that's to know the law. This is not just for other people protect this is for your protection and now for your life. We have to be conscious. We have to be conscious of our responsibility and also our legal and our biblical responsibility. But also on the same token with that I do have to insert this this part right here in this conversation us as men when I'm thinking about the law there's something else we have to deal with something else we have to deal with we have to deal with our anger issues we have to deal with our anger issues and we have to deal with our communication skills our anger issues sometimes it's hard for us to be able to express how we feel and like I said this is not every man It may be some men. Some men may be able to properly articulate how they really feel with no problem. Talk about their heart. Talk about how they feel. Express their thoughts, their mind, all that stuff. Sometimes men have had the freedom to be able to do that and so they're seasoned in doing that. But then there are other guys who may not have had that. There are some guys who may not know how to connect their feelings with their verbiage Or their thoughts with their mouth So some guys that may not know how to do that So sometimes what happens Is the anger, sometimes the frustration Sometimes the profanity Because they're not able to properly articulate Or they may feel that they have not had the opportunity To express how they feel so, it's important. It's important. It's important for men to be able to have that. I'm o- I I want to make sure. I want to make sure that I'm... Um, I want to make sure I'm able to be heard. Excuse me one second. One, two. Okay, okay, good. Good, good. I want to make sure I'm able to be heard. But um, us as men, we have to make sure that we're able to... Learn how to express how we say and convey how we say in a healthy way, but also within a healthy tone. (sighs) When I'm at work, and those who may uh, may have heard me say this, but you know, when I'm dealing with an inmate, I if they working with me, I give them certain rules. And one of the rules I tell them, one of the main rules I tell them, do not speak up for somebody else. Do not speak up for another man. Number one, don't speak up for nobody else, but it just so happens I work with guys. So I tell them, don't speak up for another man. Why is that? Number one, that man has to learn to be able to exercise his voice. Be able to exercise, be able to acknowledge how he feel, what he's trying to say, or what he wants, and for him to have the opportunity to say it, to express it. And I tell him, hey man, look here, I don't care if you stutter, I don't care if you got to take five months to be able to say what you want to say. Look here, this is for your benefit. I may be just the playground or the, 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 the training ground for you to be able to practice, because what happened? This is, I've seen this many times. Sometimes the female, it might be his mother, or it might be his girlfriend, or even his wife, that would try to speak up for him. And what happened? Sometimes, if his mom has spoken up for him all throughout his life. And then what happened when he became an adult he don't know how to speak up for himself and now he becomes a father or a husband and now he's expected to speak up on the behalf of not just the wife but the family and if he's not able to properly speak or articulate the need of the family then he may he may be perceived as less than a man from his wife or his family, or may not be able to be looked upon as the provider or the protector within the family. And it's true. We have to be able to allow these men to speak up for himself. This is for his benefit. Mothers, towards your son, that's for your son's benefit. For him to be able to express. He not he may not be able to say it exactly like you, but you gotta let him talk. You gotta let him you gotta let him explain it. He may bump, he may stutter, he may, but be patient. you gotta be patient with him. Let him talk. Don't don't look here. Let him let him find the words and what's gonna happen when he finds the words, he finds the confidence. Because ultimately, regardless if you have the participation of the child's father or not. You want him to become a productive young man in society, especially in his life. You want him to be able to spread his wings. But he's not going to be able to spread his wings if he's having his mother to clip his wings. So allow him to be able to speak. But it's healthy for the man to be able to speak. Like I said, he may mess up. He may mess up, but it's okay. The main thing of it is, he's doing something. He's doing it. And as he keep on, there's an old saying. There's a saying that says, practice makes perfect. But I have to give the acknowledgement to uh, Les Brown. Years ago, I saw a video, and he said, practice make what? And they said, practice make perfect. They said, no, it's wrong. Practice don't make perfect. Practice make improvement. Now, biblically, the word "perfect" doesn't mean flawless; it means mature. So, I'm gonna say it in my own way: practice make the maturing of the man perfect. I'm gonna say it like that. <clears throat> thank you, thank you. So, as a as a man, he gotta be able to speak and be able to use his voice because ultimately, it matter of fact, it just like the caterpillar. When the caterpillar is going into his cocoon, I don't care if that caterpillar you've you, you've had ever since his birth. You've seen you played with him, you fed him, you loved on him, he's been with you through all your ups and downs in life. And now that caterpillar gone into his cocoon. <clears throat> And you know when that caterpillar comes out of his cocoon, it's going to be a beautiful butterfly. But you love that caterpillar. You want to help that caterpillar because right now, that caterpillar is stuck inside that cocoon. You love that caterpillar. But you love him enough that you're trying to help him. So what you want to do, when you see that that caterpillar is trying to come out, is fighting to come out, what you want to do, you want to open up the hole and open up that cocoon to help that cocoon, excuse me, uh, open up that cocoon to help that caterpillar out for it to become a butterfly. What you're not realizing, if you do that, you're not hurting that butterfly. You hurt, you, you're not helping the butterfly, you're hurting the butterfly. You will have a disabled or a dead butterfly. Why? Because the strength of the butterfly comes through the struggle within the cocoon. See, in this fight in the cocoon is exercising his strength in order for him not just to be able to have his body developed, but also the ability to fly. So what you want to do with your child, you want to give your child the ability. You want to give your little boy the ability to fly. You want to give your husband, your boyfriend, or your boo thing the ability to fly. But he's going to be able to fly, but without your assistance of you trying to open up his spiritual or emotional or mental cocoon. So you have to allow him to be able to develop and grow to be the butterfly that God made him to be for him to fulfill and live up to his full potentials. Mr. Derrick, the butterfly is unfinished. That's true. You don't want a half-done butterfly because what happened when a, when a butterfly is not developed? And he doesn't have the ability to fly. He becomes a prey. To other animals or creatures. So he's going to be attacked. And eaten. By every other animal. And if you look at it. That's what's happening in our society. With men. We have become undeveloped. And we have not either. Been exposed to how to be able to grow or develop, or we've been deprived. Or some of them, let's be honest, some of us has refused to develop. Some of us, we want to use the excuse or the victim excuse for the excuse for us not to have the responsibility to develop. We can't do that anymore. We owe our children. We owe our seeds that responsibility. I'm going to say this. And this kind of leading up to Father's Day. I'll speak about it next Sunday. But I do have to say this. Men have the responsibility of creating life. Men can be able to create life all up in their older years. Why? Because we produce sperm every day. Every day. We create life. Every day we create life. So understanding we created life. And, and the funny thing about it, if you look at us as men, don't you know, and I've, I've said this many times, but don't you know, everywhere you go, you don't even have to have any kids, but you just as a man, everywhere you go, everywhere you do, everything you do, everything you listen to, everything you watch, you have your genealogy with you. You have your sex cells with you. So it's very important for us to be mindful of what we do, what we say. We have to be mindful because if you choose to have children, you have given your children permission to do whatever they want to do because you have exposed them to that. Not just the physical aspect, but the spiritual aspect. Because everything that you involve in has a spirit. For example, you can go to the liquor store. Okay, go to the liquor store. There are different synonyms for alcohol. Sometimes it's in the front. Sometimes it may be on the sign. Liquor, wine, very rarely you see alcohol, but there's another word that you see primarily. Called spirits. Spirits, You want to make sure that you're not allowing foreign spirits to entertain or train your potential children. The only true spirit that needs to be leading you and your ch- potential children is the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. But with that, as men, we have to be able to understand that... With our attitude, we have to be able to calm things down. Sometimes, don't you know, the devil will try to test us sometimes and try to bring frustration upon us. But we can't respond to that. We can't respond to that. We shouldn't respond to that. Every fight is not warranted for us to put on boxing gloves. There are times that, hey, look here. You have to pick and choose your battles. Everything doesn't even require a response. I'm learning. Look here. Don't don't think, oh, I know everything. I don't. I'm sharing sure with you, and a lot of time, it is just this just like um a church service. Before the man of God or woman of God give out a word, God gonna give it to that person, and it that person gotta examine themselves. And so look, we in this thing together, and so with that. It also even pertained to, uh, well, first, first of all, before I uh, speak about that particular thing, also even pertain I'm, I'm saying this, even pertaining to who we may date, who we may date. We gotta be responsible. I spoke about it earlier. Being careful who you, who you date, being careful who you pursue. I tell some of the guys because there are some guys that's in jail because of what they did. But then there are other guys that's in jail because of who they mess with. Sometimes, I'm going to say it like this, us as men, being a man does not mean how many sexual partners that you've had. Sometimes, sometimes, the definition of a real man is not how many girls you've slept with, but how many girls you told, I don't want to sleep with you. <laughs> that's the key thing. Being a man is more than just trying to prove your sexual manhood that's not a real old man that's a coward. That's an unstable uncommittable person. Real men are responsible. Real men will protect not exposed. Real men want to make sure that we are exemplifying not just the love of Christ but also we need to be ethical and morally responsible. Towards protecting us and protecting others. The worst thing we've seen so many times in history, we've seen so many times where men have been accused of rape, but then they come back and say, No, no, I didn't rape her. It was consensual. But first of all, ask yourself, was she your wife? We gotta ask ourselves that. As men, and this, like I said, this is just a conversation with the men. Fellas, I'm going to tell you something. If she's good enough to lay with, she's good enough to walk down the aisle with. If she's not good enough to walk down the aisle with, then you need to leave her alone. You need to leave her alone. Because you're more valuable than, you know, you having sex with that person. You're looking at her behind, but she might looking at, she might be looking at, you know, that dude got some money. All I need to do is to have a baby by hand. I'm set for life. See, you think about the plan for sex. And she think about a plan for financial gain. So, who fault would that be? It's going to be yours. You know why? Because you don't know your worth. You need to know your worth, fellas. You need to know your, You need to protect yourself. And let me tell you something. This is information where a condom is not going to save you. This is something that we need to know. You need to know because ultimately, ultimately, you can end up having, look, one night of pleasure can cause you a lifetime of pain. And we're not just going to talk about STD, sexually transmitted disease. We're not just going to talk about having kids. But like I said, what happened? Matter of fact, I, I was watching a video yesterday. And what happened, this particular girl at a particular college was going around the locker room to ask the guys if they want to have sex with them. If they want to have sex with her. And a few of those guys say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they end up having sex with her. Well, guess what? Her father found out about it. He had a very prestigious job within the community. And so when her father encountered his daughter and asked what happened. What happened? She had a choice of being honest and telling daddy, yeah, I you know, I I, wanna, I went around and I asked them if they want to have sex with me, and they said yeah, and you know, that's the way it was. You know, they were in college. So she was an adult. So, but she had a choice of Yeah, daddy, I did that. I know I was wrong. I hope I didn't let you down. I'm sorry. Or, she could say, I was raped. I was raped. And that's what she did. That's what she did. And them same boys that had consensual sex with her, you know what happened? They ended up doing some time. Why? Because she lied. We've seen so many guys in history it's too many to name, but we've seen some in history that have went to jail for some accusations that were not true, but it couldn't be proven. And guess what? Even just spending five days in jail over wrongful conviction is still five days too long. So you have to understand who you're dealing with. Understand that everybody, everybody. Not going to have your best injuries at heart. You got to look out for yourself. You got to look out for yourself. But also on the same token. Leading up to that. Understand. When you thinking. About having sex with somebody. You got to think about. The consequences that may come with it. Because. With you. It might just be. A sex game. They can now call it friends with benefits. Friends with benefits. Friends with benefits? Sound like to me it's not friends with benefits, but it's friends with consequences. Because those benefits ain't no good reward. What happened? You end up having sex with her. First of all, you don't like her. You can't stand her, but oh my gosh. You like the way she carried that body, all oh, she banging and all that stuff, and then all of a sudden, what happened? You can't stand her, but you like the way she looked. You like the way she shaped. Well, you know what? Let me rephrase that. You like the way she shaped. You really barely tolerate how she looked, but y'all don't get along for nothing except for just the sex. You, you don't even like dealing with her. She'll waste your time unless it's about sex. Then guess what? What happens when you end up getting her pregnant? And now because you got her pregnant, now she's gonna be in your life for the rest of your life. Oh wait, baby, you? Oh, she pregnant? She pregnant? No, no. Now you wanna tell her go ahead and abort the baby? But Number one, that's her body. Even though that's your sperm. But you gave her permission. It's just like when you give a person a gift. You give a person a gift. Hey, as if, if you gave them a gift, it doesn't matter what they do with it. It's free. You gave it to them for free. Whatever they want to do with it, it's on them. I never thought about it like that. So, guys, when you give that female your seed, Whatever she do with it, it's her business. That's why you got to get somebody right here. First of all, you got to be morally, spiritually responsible. And also, you make sure that you get somebody that's like-minded too. It's so many guys, I mentioned earlier, so many guys is in jail because of the baby mama drama. And it's not so much of, well, you know, blah, 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 blah. But a lot of time it's that communication Sometimes they chose someone, sometimes a guy might want to be a player player or just want the sex, but the girl won't love. The girl see, well, it's an opportunity, maybe which women make the bad mistake of, well, maybe I can change his mind. Maybe I can change him. Maybe if I love him enough, maybe if I just be there, maybe if I be that side piece, I graduate to the main course. Even though this is not for the women, but I'm going to tell you women, don't ever, don't ever, please don't go into a relationship thinking that you're going to change a man. <laughs> the only male that you can change is a boy when you change his diaper. <laughs> That's it. But even when you change the baby diaper, you still got to deal with the boo boo. So, <laughs> but with all of that, fellas. There are so many guys that have been in jail because of baby mama drama. And sometimes, if you look at it, it ain't her fault. Even though she might have done crazy stuff, she might have done this, she might have done that. But if you really look at it, a lot of times, I ain't going to say none of the times, but there are sometimes that's who you're told to sleep with. If you studied her long enough, you already knew that she already had behavior problems you can tell if you listen instead of trying to focus on her behind but start paying attention to her mouth she was telling you in her own way yeah yeah you know you listen to her former lovers listen to what she how listen to how those you know ended if you did with a female and let's just say she got uh, let let's just say she had fourteen relationships. Fourteen relationships. It could be sexual, non-sexual. It could be uh, um, she may have a child by some of them. All this stuff. They just say she had fourteen, and she had fourteen relationships, and all fourteen are in jail or have been in jail. Somebody got to think about. You got to understand, a person identity is a a person's identity or a person's purpose where they're going in life, you can pretty much tell by their decisions in life. Now, true enough, we might have made some mistakes in the past, but you will see some correction in their life. Like I said, we're not defined by our past, But a lot of times our past Resemble our present There is no change We got to do better We have to do better Look like I lost connection Look like I lost connection That dirty devil Let me see Let me see let me see if I can keep on. We have to do better. When a person pass, resemble their present, you can't you can't mess with them. You gotta be mature enough to say, you know what? Uh uh-uh. uh. So us as men, matter of fact. Let me see. Look like I lost connection. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Look like I'm still on. Make sure I'm still on. Okay. Make sure I'm still on. Okay. Um. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. I'm on. I'm, I'm just checking because I was seeing I lost some connection. But look like I'm still on. Thank you. But the main thing we have to look at okay you still online. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Mr. David. But what we have to look at men is our responsibility. Think about it. We have seeds and you even choosing a young lady to date, to sleep with, to marry Excuse me. You, God is holding you responsible for your choices, and we—it's more to us than us being a piece of meat. You have value. You have stock. Unfortunately, many females know more about our stock than we know about ourselves. So I want to tell you, it's more to you than meets the eye. You look here. You are made as a leader by God. Not a leader to be a, 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 a dominated dictator, but a protective coverer of God's one of God's greatest creations, and that's a lady. We are here to protect ladies, not to hurt them, not to abandon them. We're here to provide. We're here to... Honor. We honor God and honor God's daughter. I hope, I hope you understand that you up here trying to look at who you're going to sleep with, you got to ask yourself, what if you choosing someone that can take everything from you just from that one encounter? Think about it. Think about it. Many guys don't think about the long-term consequences of a short-term relationship. Guys, we have to do better. We have to do better. It's Like I said, we have to look in the mirror. We have to know ourselves. We got to own ourselves. And true enough, you may or you may not have had daddy in your life. But the first thing you have to do is make sure that you don't hold any resentment towards Daddy. What happens a lot of times? Who we hate is oftentimes who we become. Also, it's not just the hatred that we have towards daddy, but it's also the hatred that we may have towards baby mama. You know, I was I was talking I was talking talk to some guy, and this has been throughout the years. So it's not just recent, but it's just been throughout the years. I've been telling some of the guys a lot of times. When the inmates have had a problem with a specific female inmate, excuse me, excuse me, a specific female officer, I listen to him.
1: Man, I, it's just
0: something about her, man. I just, I, I just can't deal with her, man. She, it, it's like every time she come in that pod, man, she just, she just say, she just says something, and it just made my flush crawl, man. It, it, I just can't deal with her, man. And I'm listening to them, and I say, you know what, man. I know why you can't deal with her, man. I know why you can't cover her because she resembles your child's mother. See, you haven't said everything, you haven't expressed everything to your child's mother. So, what happened since you haven't expressed everything to that child's mother? Then, what happened when you deal with that officer, that female officer right there? every time she says something you want to snap back you want to snap back but in actuality you're not snapping back at her you're snapping back at your child's mother that you too much I'm not going to say of a coward but you don't have the courage to confront and talk about the issues at hand with your children's mother he said man you sure right and so what happened as men I'm going to tell you something You know, and, and this is me being very transparent you know, we have to be mature. We got to be responsible. Because ultimately, for those that are fathers, our children is being upon that. You know, um, you know I have a, I have a son. And me having a son also means I have a, my son's mother. Now, this is something that God beginning to really just deal with me on that I don't mind sharing with you all. This might be something that you may want to do. She's my ex-wife. But mentally, I don't even think about her being my ex-wife. I actually, I really don't even say that word. It's it's funny for me to say that. But I don't acknowledge her as that. I acknowledge her as my son's mother. I acknowledge her as my son's mother. There's a difference, even though it's the same person. But there's a difference between ex-wife and son's mother. Let's just say for example I don't don't have anything against her but I'm just giving an example. Let's just say I can't stand my ex-wife. I hate my ex-wife. But let's just say if I felt that way I can't feel the same way towards my son's mother. Because that's my son's mother. Understand? So with that you have to understand to forget about who that person may be to you, but think about who that person is to your child. Because you are your child's father, but also that's your child's mother. So no matter what, you still love her, still respect her. When I say love her, that means respect her as your child's mother, but also who she is unto God. But also as men, We have to stop trying to sleep with every female that we see. And that includes our children's mother. We shouldn't be doing that. If you're not going to be with her, and I'm not just talking about in a relationship, I'm talking about even within marriage. If you're not going to marry her, don't do that to your child. Because you don't want your child, especially your boy, you don't want your boy to see you disrespect his mother. If you think about it, You wouldn't want him to see another man Messing over his mother So why would you As that man Or former man Mess over his mother Something to think about So What we really need to do Is make sure That we Do the right thing And make sure that we Represent Christ At all times And understand that with us being a man, true enough, we might be attacked on every side, but the main thing of it is, is for you to understand that you're not in this alone. There are many support systems that are out there, but unfortunately, we gotta, we gotta stop being so stubborn and acknowledge we need help. And it's okay. It doesn't mean that you're less than a man or less than a Christian to acknowledge that you need help. Because to be honest with you, we have our guards up, and I'm speaking us as men. A lot of times men have our, have them go us up. Because let's be honest. We don't trust some females. We don't trust guys. We don't even trust the church. There are some. There are some guys. that won't step foot in the church. Because of what they've seen in the church. I was uh, I sent a video to uh, I sent a video to uh, my deacon today. Uh, my my favorite deacon at the church. Um, and there was a video of a pastor that was at a funeral. Oh, excuse me, it might have been a pastor. I don't know. Could have been a bishop. I don't know. But it was a it was a preacher that was up, and he was telling he was telling all the um, he was telling the um, the grieving family the bereaved family. Ooh, you got some sexy women in this family. And he kept reiterating that. That was crazy. He kept reiterating that. Isn't that strange? Dude. Like I said, we got to think morality. We got to think ethical. So, you know, with that being said. God is there to help us As men Regardless if you Regardless if you had been taught or not This is the time For us to be able to acknowledge We need help You know sometimes our stress level Is to the roof Sometimes like I said We push on every side There's a demand on us Sometimes it's it's natural Sometimes it's artificial But there's a demand upon us and sometimes just society and just the pressure and the stress of life can wear you down. So that's why it's important for us to be able to really just consult God. And also, not just consult God, but I do have to say this. One of the things that will really help us as men, we got to pamper ourselves. Now, it, some people, they may think that's weird. But us as men, we don't take care of our physical body, we don't take care of our temple the way we're supposed to. Not just with exercise, which exercise is important, it's very important. Getting a physical, but also think about this grooming you can get a haircut and you get a facial, you know. But what about a massage? We don't get a massage, we don't go to the chiropractor. Some of our look here. I'm going to say it like this because this is us men talking. Ladies can implement the same thing, but like I said, this comes for the men because the women go to the chiropractor. A lot of the women, they go, they're they pamper themselves. They take care of themselves. But some of us as men, we say we don't have time. Sometimes we don't even think about it. But a lot of time, that's the reason why we don't have proper bowel movements. That's the reason why a lot of time, you know, we're constipated because we're out of line. And when your car is out of alignment, what happened? You could be driving straight and the steering wheel start turning. Once you get your hand off the steering wheel, it just start turning. Why? Cause it needs to be aligned. And think about it. If your car needs to be aligned, so does your body. We, we look here. We take care of our cars better than we take care of our temple. We take care of our cars better than we take care of our own body. Look here, I've had several cars in my life. If I wreck my car, God bless me with another one. But if I wreck this body, I'm only getting one. I'm only issue one body on this earth. How about we take care of it? We got to take care of our bodies. Take care of our minds. Sometimes it's just good to be able to just listen to silence. Sometimes it's good to have you some you time. Sometimes it's good to just go somewhere while you drive and just cut the radio off you know just listen 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 to God and also listen to yourself we got to be able to express ourselves write these things down and these are some of the things that I feel that will help us be able to be productive and be able to be able to get a lot of this stuff that's in us that's killing us get it out it's going to help us it's for our benefit you know our family our family deserve it you, know, I witnessed that, too. Yeah, I witness, I witnessed to. Uh, excuse me, I witnessed the before too. Yeah, yeah. You know, I witnessed that before too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we need that as men. We need that, you know. If you're not going to do it for yourself, do it for your family. Do it for those that love you. If you don't have any children, hey, you know what? You'd be surprised who you are to your to your niece, to your nephews, to your uncles, to your cousins. You know, there's an old saying it was about Tupac all eyes on me. Well guess what? There are some people that got their eyes on you. Don't disappoint them. Don't disappoint yourself. You need it and you deserve it for yourself. Be able to be that person that's gonna be able to be that life that life changer. In the family. You might be the one to be able to reach out to that person. And make a difference. But also. What we got to do. We have to make sure. As men. you know, Most of the time when I'm talking. The ladies. Will take what I'm saying. And they'll run with it. They'll take this. And they'll do it. But I want to specifically. Talk to the men. About this. One of the things you have to do, you got to start going and talking to that guy that's in your mirror. You got to talk to that guy. You have have to have that conversation with that guy that's in your mirror. Don't be afraid of him. You know what? Get reacquainted with him. He He don't mean you're in harm. He's hurting. He misses you. He needs you. You wanna be you want to be looked upon as Superman? How about you be Superman to that clock kid that's in your mirror? Talk to that person. Get real acquainted. Emerge. Because to be honest with you, you don't want to be in a point where you put it off. You'll do it tomorrow, and tomorrow never comes. I'll do it next week. And you said that that was seven years ago. It's time out for us to be able to start putting stuff off. Choose this day who you gonna serve. First of all, spiritually, surrender our life to Jesus Christ, and also giving him your problems, giving him your cares, your concerns. He understands, and guess what? He's waiting on you. He wanna talk to you. He wanna help you with whatever you're dealing with. And you know what? You ain't crazy. Don't let society tell you that. What you need, you may be hurt, but there's help for your hurt. You may be in pain, but your pain is not your purpose nor your promise. Let there be a stepping stone. Let there be a stepping stone. Let your pain be a project for you to master, for you to be able to have what was meant for evil turn for your good. Allow God to come and help you in whatever you're dealing with. The Bible tells us, Romans 10 and 9, thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ as thy savior, and believe in your heart that God will raise him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart of man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Understand that there is nothing too hard for God. But also God wants you to be able to cast all your cares upon him. Don't you know that there is nothing new under the sun i feel the need to say this because i'm feeling like there are some guys that may feel like well you man you don't know what all i've dealt with you don't know what you don't understand guess what you're right i don't understand i don't have to understand and guess what i don't want to understand because i can't fix your problem but i can fix you to the problem solver that's the thing and guess what you don't have to go through me to get to him I just want to introduce you to him just in case you have not been acquainted to him or with him. I just want to introduce you to him. But ultimately, if you already know him, if you've already been introduced to him, but you have had a dysfunctional relationship with him or um, a complicated relationship, that's the word everybody be posting on Facebook, it's complicated. We'll talk about that complicated relationship that we have towards one another, but how about we talk about that complicated relationship that we've had with God? Don't you know he want to reconcile that? He want to reconcile, he want to bring peace to the relationship that you have with him, but also peace to the relationship that you have with yourself. It's not too late. So, whatever you may be holding on to, do like the, do like the song says in the movie, let it go. And I know it's easier said than done, but understand this is for your benefit. Holding on to toxic, toxic things will kill you, will poison your purpose, your mind, your thoughts, your spirit, your emotions. It's time to detoxify whatever you've been holding on to. God want to detox you from everything that's been trying to poison you. So, as we get ready to pray, I want you to know there's nothing too hard for God. And it ain't too late. I feel that it's not too late. Don't let anybody tell you it's too late. And you know what? Just in case you made some mistakes in the past, forgive yourself. No longer beat yourself up. Talk to God. And if you are able to, try to reach out. If there's someone that you wrong, reach out to them and apologize. If they accept your apology, great. If they don't accept your apology, then understand, you know, sometimes there are some people, you know, they may accept your apology and still not want to fool with you. That's okay. The main thing that repenting and apologizing is for your benefit, for your health. Now, don't, don't think about them. It's for you. Now, if you know you wrong somebody and you, you need to apologize to them, give it to them. Be the big person, even if they don't want to get back with you. There may be people that you may have hurt it. You may have broken their trust, but that's that's part of the consequences of owning up. You got to own up to your mistakes. Own up to your responsibility. No longer putting the blame on other people. We need to stop doing, putting the blame. Well, but, uh, no, let's talk about ourselves. So as we get ready to pray, we're going to give everything to God. We're going to give it to him and leave it there. Dear Heavenly the Father, we coming to you right now, God. We thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We come to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on today. We come to you right now, God. Thank you, Lord, for being an awesome God, being a faithful God, being a commendable God. God, we thank you, Lord, for being a God of many chances. We thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, God. We come to you right now, God. Ask you, God to forgive us. If there's anything that's unlike you, God. We ask God to forgive us, cleanse us, and make us whole right now. In the name of Jesus. God, we speaking right now, God, that you help us, God, in every area of our lives right now, in the name of Jesus. Help us mentally, physically, emotionally right now. In the name of Jesus. And say about everything you stand for, about every problem, about every confusion right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we speak it right now, God, for direction, for purpose, God. Those who may not understand what it takes to be a man, God, we speaking, God, that you even help them, God, with the resources, God, and center them around people, God, that's going to speak life and be the example right now. Not just with words, but with actions right now, God. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we speak it right now, God, if there's anyone God that's hurting God, touch and heal their bodies right now, God, from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet right now, in the name of Jesus, God. There's someone God that's beating himself up right now, God. Help them, God, to forgive themselves, God. Help them, God, to release every hurt, every pain, every anxiety. Give everything over to you once and for all in the name of Jesus. God, we speaking right now, God. Even helping us to be men, God, that's going to hold up, God. Hold up the banner, God. Hold up, God, and be the example, God. Be the representative in the home, God. Help us, God, to lead in our home, in our families, God, on our jobs right now. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, we speaking right now, God. That you help the bereaved family right now, God. Help them right now. Comfort them. Be with them right now, God. In the name of Jesus. God, we're even speaking right now, God. Even to the Hempfield family right now, God. Comfort them right now, God. First of all, God, I thank you, Lord, for Joseph's life. Joseph Hempfield's life right now, God. Thank you, Lord, for him being the man that you allowed us to be able to have on this earth for those many years right now, God. Thank you, Lord, for what He has invested in our life, God. Thank you, Lord, for every conversation, God. Thank you, Lord, for every encouragement that he has given us right now, God. So, God, we speak it right now, God, that you comfort the family right now, God. Comfort uh, the family, the friends, God, the sisters, the brothers, the nieces, the nephews, God. Comfort them right now, God. They need you like right now, God. They need you like never before right now, God. So, God, help us right now, God, even in this transition right now, God. Even as we prepare for the services right now, God, let there be favor, God, let things go smoothly right now, God. God, we speaking God for peace right now, God. We speak God for reconciliation right now, God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we even speak God for a productive week on this week right now, God. We buying everything the devil try to do the sabotage, a blessed week, a, a joyful week, a peaceful week right now. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're gonna do. In Jesus' name we pray, we say, Amen, amen, amen. I want to thank each and everyone who tuned in. Uh, if you want to um, reach out to me, you can catch me on Facebook, um, Brother Prater, B R O T H E R, Prater, P S and Paul, R A T S and Tom, E R. Uh, if you can go on Facebook, you can see my data devotion, also my videos. Also, in case you want to go on my website, it's brotherprater.com. Brotherprater.com. You can see my data devotion, also. My videos and also my upcoming events. Also, this is what I wanted to get earlier that I wanted to make sure I bring up today. You can purchase, you go to the store section of my book, you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men A Path to God of the Fatherhood. This is just my observation. This may be a good book, a good stocking stuffer for. Not just for the men, but even for the ladies. I talk about a lot of different things. So, um, Father's Day is coming up. I think this would be a real good thing to have to the fathers, to the men, regardless if they have children or not. This may be a good book for them to have. Uh, I talk about the responsibilities of a man and uh, also uh, the responsibilities um, of uh, the men and what they're supposed to be. Exhibiting also of what their responsibilities are toward their children, their children's father, assuming the children's mother, regardless if they're with them or not. Also, it speaks to the ladies to let them know what a real man is, what a real man ain't. And also, there's some things, like I said, I have pretty much, if you want to say, a conversation with male and female. So there's an obsession for the men, there's obsession for the women. And so, what I try to do when I have couples, I let them read if the male is there, the husband there, I let him read what's for the man. I let him read what's for the woman. And they like, Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I switch it and let them read each other. And they're like, Oh, you know, so kind of, I kind of do that. But also this book right here, uh, the girl who was her brother's keeper, the love beyond Like This is in dedication to my sister, Sheila Prater. Um, you know, uh just pretty much talk about our life and you know like I said, I, I had I had to do this. Um, you know, she thank God she knew she knew exactly who she was to me. I look her. I was and still is a fan of my sister. And the funny thing about it, she knew it. She used to she used to Okay June bug but you know what deeper than deeper than she loved it. She used to eat it up. And so, with that, I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored. Um, honored to be who I am and, and uh, who I was to Sheila. And I thank God for me having such a cool, cool, cool sister in my life. But most importantly, cool, cool friend. And so, with that, you know, I thank God for everything. Um, I appreciate you all. Thank y'all so much for y'all's support. Thank y'all even for... Uh, you know, chiming in and everything, your comments, and also let me know while I was still on. You know, I you know all I say is this: I'm getting ready to wrap it up, but you know, the the devil does not like information like this because if you think about it, this is not so much of a self help. Uh, this is more so biblically empowering, but most importantly, biblically informing men of their rightful position, of their rightful position. So, of course, the devil going to try to sabotage. The devil going to try to cut some stuff. The devil going to try to uh, 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 bring interference. That's his job. But it's our job to do our job. To persist on. And so, I thank each and every one of you all. Thank, uh, like I said, Christopher Floyd. And also, we're going to be continue to keep the Floyd family in our prayers. Um, continue to uh, keep them in Uh, our prayers. Um, Crystal Floyd, David Floyd, man, appreciate you. Uh, Minister Tim, thank you. Uh, So many of you all. um, Miss Moore, Miss Pat Moore, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you all Um, continues to keep me up before God. And my main thing is, you know, we got to be about our father's business. And the main thing is for us to be able to be about our father's business and stay out of other people's business. So, With that being said, I appreciate you all to the utmost. I thank, 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 thank each and every one of you all for tuning in and thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. God bless you and good night.